Hello, and Hello. welcome to another episode of You Don't Even Know. Welcome to the show. My gosh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been some time. Well, to our listeners, it hasn't been very long because the gap was in between, you know, the one that just went out last week and this one. But it's been a long time since we've recorded. Hi. Yeah. Hi. How are you guys? That's good. <laughs> Gosh, like, I love when Justin's the host. Feel like Dora the Explorer or something, so, just waiting for the answer that never uh, happens. Uh, so, so today we're gonna talk about Murphy's Law. Like, and there's how, a reason that we ha- we took a long time off the air. Like, yeah, a, a few because reasons. of Murphy's Law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, we haven't been together in a long time because of Murphy's Dragon, as it has become known. Yeah. So like. Number one on the list of everything that has gone wrong with all... Well, I feel like we should address the elephant in the room real quick and introduce our our, our, our guest So show. we have a guest today. Yeah. A, a firm... Uh, we'll call it a compatriot in, yeah. in this law. He's a brother. He, another he, brother. He is our other other brother. Okay. <laughs> this is Jacob, and he'll be joining so us today. So we have today. a guest on the show today, and he's one of our one of our other brothers. So there's, you know... There's, you know, Jordan, the baby brother, and then I'm Jordan. above Jordan, and then there would be Jacob, and then there's Justin. And say hello, Jacob. Introduce yourself. Say hello. Hi. That's Jacob. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is his first time ever being in front of a microphone in his whole life, so, you know, bear with him. Mm. Uh, anyway, where I was headed before, the first thing that we're going to cover that has gone wrong with us and made us have about two months without an episode mm-hmm, going live? Mm-hmm, yeah. About two months. Mm-hmm, about two months, uh, which is just so sad, and thanks for sticking with us throughout it. Um, is Remember that one time when I moved out to Arizona? <laughs> yeah. And you said it was so cool? Yeah. It, Arizona's I mean, super cool, right? Arizona's like so cool, guys. I loved it so much that I just had to leave. <laughs> oh, well, that, that explains why you're here again. And now I'm back in the Widex studio Back in California. Yay. You know what's so funny is... Living with my parents. No more Skype. The episode before you left, Josiah, Yeah. you actually uh, complained about how cooking hot it is in this garage, and then you <laughs> left. <laughs> really hot. It's yeah. so... I'm like... I feel angry because of how hot it is. <laughs> you actually... But then you left after you said, like, oh, this is... this is I, I, I'm stuck in this stupid hot garage. Gone. Yeah. And now, now you're back cooking again. It's even hotter. Yep. It's worse than when you left. It's at least 95 degrees out here. It's phenomenally hot. And it's here. so. Do you guys y- ever record shirtless? Um, yes. Actually, I've done that. Uh, yeah, Jordan has done that. I quite a while. Two or three times? Yeah. That's the beauty of radio. Yep. yep. So, so welcome back, Josiah. Yeah, so I'm back. Uh, <laughs> moved out to Arizona to have a, have a job out there. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I, I did that for a little while. And then. Didn't suddenly didn't have a job out there anymore. Oh wow! Yeah, that, that sounds like Murphy's Law right there. Yeah, and then I, you know, I was like, well, time, <laughs> time to go live with my parents. Time to go. Yeah, go not be Back with my parents, <laughs> and it's so fun. But you get to live with me now. Yep, I do live with Jordan and Jacob. And me. Mm-hmm. Now and, you guys yep. are back together again. Yay. Together. Forever. I feel. I feel like left out. Never Should I go live with leave. you guys? Yep, and then we can fight. No, then we yeah. don't have the studio. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, I should probably. I mean, stay Melissa here. could stay here. Melissa could stay <laughs> here, and then I could come live with you guys. Yeah, 
That sounds like a bad idea. Oh, that Which room bad. would you stay in? Because, I mean, my room is pretty full. I have me, my wife, and my baby all in one room. Hmm. You could stay in my room. We There's get Jordan's room or Jacob's room or with POV Dad. I should just go live in my old room. Jacob's room. So you're going to go with, live, with, live with Jacob? Yeah, I should just go live with Jacob. We could break out the bunk or, beds. Or I could go yeah. live in my old, old room, which would be Jordan's room. Yep. Yeah. Or I could go live in my old, 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 old room. Nope, it's full. Which would be living with Josiah and Josiah. And Jennifer. So basically all of your rooms have been mine at one point. So wow. really they're a gift from me This to you. is the first time I've ever not been in my first room. Yeah, Jordan had the big room for a long time because he was the favorite for a long time. I've never actually been the favorite. That's always been you. Yeah. No, nope. mm. definitely not. <laughs> That's a huge room for one person. It's pretty much the best room in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yep. better than the master in my opinion. Yep. Yep. For so um, many reasons. Yep. Clearly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that would be kind of the first reason because I, I mean, we... Let's see. It, we recorded the episode that is about to go up in a couple days from right now while we're recording this. And then about three days later, I was like, I everything went wrong and I had to move back to California. A- and everything. Just everything. And then, you know, so that, that put a huge damper in recording because it's like, okay, well, looks like we can't record right now because I'm like real busy. So your life blew up and my that life kind of super blew stopped up. us from doing anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean it wasn't like just me though. Like if it was just me, we probably I could probably could have fought through it and we could have still recorded. But mm-hmm. then like Justin had a lot happen too. Oh, that's true. Nice segue. So yep, great time time to drink the water gold. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as Josiah Got all better. I'm going to record a real big water gulp for Jordan to add right into that moment in post. Hang on. Oh, that was that second one was better. So, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Let me do it again. Wait, Justin was chomping. Mm, was that good? Yeah. Okay. okay Dro- just drop that sample, right in yeah. that. Okay. Okay. So, right. so and then as soon as <laughs> Josiah got all stabilized my my dearest wife looked down at my stomach one day and said my gosh that it looks like one side of your stomach is sticking out like six inches higher than the other side of your stomach so what are you guys doing what are you doing just keep telling your story okay sorry so she tells me to go to the doctor and i've been to the doctor for Four times in my life, maybe five. And I go to the doctor and he says, you know, that looks like a, maybe like a pulled muscle or something. That looks like a linguinal hernia or like a muscle spasm in your side. And um, I was like, well, that's that's not so bad, right? But he's like, well, you should probably go get a CT scan anyway. You know, just to make sure. Just in case the muscle spasm turns out to be not a muscle spasm. And I, I look in the CT scan and he's like, oh, well, golly gee. Um, it's actually not a muscle spasm. It's a four and a half pound tumor in your stomach. That's a big tumor. That's yeah. a big boy. Yeah. It's growing like right uh, or was directly like, you know where your abs should be if you have them? No. Hmm. Yes. Just I'm not familiar right with that concept. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand. From the center point of where your abs would be mm-hmm. if they existed, 
all the way to like my side. Mm-hmm. Like when you get a side cramp when you're running a lot. Yep. Mm, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so I had like this giant gourd growing inside of me. And it had been there for, I would say, three years. Okay. Just kind of berculating around inside of my body. And um, so they they said we should probably take it out since it's enormous. And here's here's where here's where Murphy's law kicks in. And yet, no, I, I would like to show you the the both uh, occurrence and lack thereof of Murphy simultaneously. What what are you talking about? So so they they want to take a closer look at it because there's many different things that this mass of of cells could be. And um so they're like, "Well, let's take a biopsy." They they send me in for the biopsy and they're like they stab me in the biopsy and they're like, "Um we can't get any usable cells Ouch. to tell you what's they in here. They stabbed me right in the biopsy. Yeah, they stabbed me right in the biopsy <laughs> holes. And uh, they're like, sorry, we couldn't get a sample out of you. So I'm pretty depressed because they say they want to do it again. And the if you, have you ever had a biopsy before, Josiah? I barely even know what that word is. Okay, so <laughs> a biopsy is where they stick a needle in you to pull cells out of your body to okay. tell what they are. Okay. Sounds okay. like a lot of fun. Jacob, have you ever done this before? Oh, yeah. You have? You've oh, had yeah. a bio... No, you have not. Mm-hmm. What was that, Jacob? Can you... Is your microphone? Into the microphone, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jacob's uh, never Jacob, had a biopsy saying. before. I have. For what? For a lot of things. That we're going to get into All right. when it gets to him. We're hit. not sorry. To I sorry. don't even know what Murphy's Law is yet. Okay, so Murphy's Law is the principle that everything that can go wrong will go wrong inevitably. Thanks. Okay? Okay. That's Murphy's Law. And what happened was the first biopsy, they it's it was a CT scan guided biopsy, which means that they stick a needle in me and then they roll me into a CT scan to tell where the needle is. And then when they see the picture of where it is inside my body, then they go in a little a little bit deeper and they take a core sample, basically, like a tree or a lump of ice. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm following. And um, so they, they, they looked inside of my body with the CAT scan and then they uh, found absolutely nothing because the little dark spot that was quote-unquote, and you could quote me on the quote-unquote, concerning... There was nothing but what they called necrotic tissue. So I was... Well, that sounds bad. Yeah. When you don't want to hear the word necrotic and your body, because necrotic means dead. Yeah. So if they tell you that That's like It sounds like a necromancer. Yeah. So, but it was like a necromancer had necked me and... Right in the mancer. Yeah. <laughs> and now my... So so I was quite literally in a in a very real way dead inside... Like for the first time, my inside matched my outside. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so they said, "Hey, Justin, you're gonna have to come back." Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was, and they said you're gonna have to come back. So I got stuck a second time, and I told the doctor when I'm getting suited up into my Christmas socks and my uh, nudity gown and hair covering. I told the doctor, I said, hello, doctor. Hello. They've already tried this once, and they couldn't get 
a usable sample. They only found necrotic tissue, which isn't great to hear that it is inside your body. And she said, oh, wow, we should probably get it right this time. And I said, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to stick me twice, just roll me over, you know, put a shovel in me, what, like get something you could use so we could, you know, get this puppy out. And she said, okay, sure. And um, they they stuck it right in the concerning area, quote, and once again, no usable sample. So I went back to the doctor. I'm like, great. A bunch of neurotic tissue. Yeah. So, and, and I have Melissa, <laughs> I have my wife telling me that this thing's getting bigger, right? Cause she, she, she's like tracking this thing. It's like, it, there's like a flip book of this dome growing in my stomach over the, the months that we're working on this. So, so she's watching it getting bigger and mind you, I, I have a big giant dome in my chest and all the doctors are saying that it, what stuff like that Did doesn't it move to your chest. Sorry, stomach. And it doesn't, they're saying, I said, it's growing. And they're like, it, it can't, that doesn't happen. So once again. It doesn't happen? That that doesn't, it, they don't work like that. They Wait, don't grow that fast. So tumors just don't grow. They don't grow that fast. No, they grow very slow. So I I have this thing that is is growing, but I'm being told that it's not growing. And I, I go <laughs> to back reassuring. to, I go back to the surgeon and I'm like, hey, they can't get anything. So can we just please take it out? Like, as opposed to waiting maybe for a third, fourth, fifth you know, biopsy to give us nothing. If they do enough biopsies, would they just eventually suck it all out? Yeah, eventually. They would just take it out one needle at a time. Yeah, Yeah, except it was growing faster than that, even though, (laughs) according to everybody else who was an expert, in quotes. It was like the blob, and it was just like, every time it got poked, it's like, oh, I need to eat some more. It felt threatened. take over more. Yeah. So he tells me, he's like, hey, so... um." We're just going to go do the surgery. And I'm like, that's amazing. Please take, as it had been come to be known, Damien out of my body. And um, I, I asked the doctor, I said, um, so if I have a clump of cells that's growing inside of my body and um, I've become attached to it and given it a name, um, and then you remove it from me via a C-section or a, what's the opposite of a C? I, I got a slot vertically as opposed to horizontally but i asked him i said so what's going to prevent me from getting yeah i was trying to figure out a good a reverse name for it. C- yeah it's it's a an eye section and there you go yeah they he, especially said, with your belly button involved what's to prevent perfectly. me from getting maternity you barely have a belly button anymore yeah <laughs> so i asked him because i'm a genius i said so how about i get maternity leave you know to uh, heal or bond with the thing you just removed from my body. And he said, well, I can't actually sign the papers for you to get to maternity leave. So I, I that loophole for anybody else that was going to try it, as they, they won't, you can't actually get the doctor to sign that. So doggone it. I bet if you fought hard enough and you like, and you like really pretended. Like crying. Like that you, you believed, believed it. And like you yeah. were like, you like, I bet if you took him to court about it, you would have won. Yeah. Yeah. With our day and age. Because yeah. it's still, I, I, you know. You can have a kidney stone and get maternity leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and, and they took it out. You I mean, just have to identify as a woman temporarily. I'm, I, I don't see the difference. I mean, what's the difference <laughs> between a man and a woman anyway? Oh, boy. This is a different show. Oh, yep. sorry. Anyway, so, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I told him, he's like, look, let's just, let's just take this big, stupid thing out of my body. Now, mind you. The 
what what was it like two months before I just had hernia surgery and they put in a hernia mesh mm-hmm. to, so I don't mm-hmm. pop mm-hmm. that out again. Well, so, you, do you like really like getting surgeries? Sounds it's like, just a, like hobby a hobby for you. A lot. So I go in the second time to remove Damien and or or said anonymous tumor. <laughs> it made it sound like you did it. Sorry, I did. Yeah, me. <laughs> I went in a second time. I anesthetized myself. Scalpel. And then, yeah, scalpel. Mm-hmm. Give me a ramp. little bit of leather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I think about Justin like opened up and just like all of his insides exposed mm-hmm. and just like a big hole in his tummy mm-hmm. and everyone like poking inside him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I get lightheaded. <laughs> I saw a picture of that happening. Yeah. You saw you did see the pictures? Yeah, I saw that picture. And With was, somebody's hand inside of my body and like half of my yeah, stomach skin is just folded over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> when you see yeah. like someone's skin being like pushed away yeah. and it like kind of folding out. It's kind of folding out funny, like not and evenly. But it's not you a movie. See, like, and it's then a you real see like life. The, the underside of the skin. Yeah, I didn't see that. The underneath uh, part of the skin that's like the meat. I think, yeah, I, like, I think I'm trying to block that one out. Uh, Do you have to go get the down. pictures? No, no, you're good. You're okay. good. Jordan going, saw sorry. your upside down. Yeah, yeah, my upside down. And that that's coming out like this summer or something, isn't it? October. It's so a dumb show. <laughs> right? The October? So, and... Stranger Things. Yeah. Justin's tumor. October. Damien. Stranger Things. So I, I go in and they're, they're getting ready. Now... Unlike the hernia surgery where I just got barely down the hall and I was unconscious from the anesthetization, this time I made it all the way to the operating room. I'm still awake, sort of, and I could hear people talking. I see lights over my head. Like, this is honestly all the alien abduction stories. Like, it's just people getting drugged and abducted and operated on by normal people. Like, did you hear the saw spin up? Yeah. Like you could see, you see big giant lights over your head. (laughs) You hear murmuring and talking and it's, it's exactly the same thing. So some weird beeping. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I was abducted and prodding. And then you wake up drugged and drunk or whatever. And you have a scar. And you, it's just, it's just a normal, you know. And you're kind of sore. Yeah. So he did tell me before he rolled me in there for surgery. He's like, by the way. So, so this thing could kind of sort of be attached to your kidney, which Jordan, if you're aware of any of this, is, is not, it's not good to have a, a thing attached to your, to your kidney. Well, I'm well aware. What if yeah. it was like a super tumor that made it like a really effective kidney? Probably. Mm-hmm. That was growing faster than the doctors were allowed to say. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm looking at the CT scan, you know, while he's saying all the things that could be attached to him, looking at him scroll through my body one section at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Keeping a close eye on the the bottom of the CT scan where my spinal column is. Okay. Because if it's attached to that thing, then like you're you're toast, right? Because if they take that out, then you're in a lot of trouble. Mm. You don't need that. No, but they said it could be attached to your lungs or your intestines or your kidney, and I'm mm. like, those are all things that I like to have. Yeah. I mean, you got you got two of lo- most of those things. Two of the most of those, and you got lots of intestinals. Yeah. So. <laughs> But they say, you know, it incur- the, the duration that you could like bleed or something or the recovery time, like. I that- mean, if, the, if you take out some of your intestines, you just, you you're know. You're just more efficient. Yeah. yeah. You eat the food and then you see the food again. Yeah, like there it is. 
just has a shorter path to get through. Mm-hmm. Honestly, does not have it intestines. <laughs> yeah, Jacob doesn't have any intestines. You have no inte- You have a mouth and a colon. Yeah, mm. or he drinks a lot of coffee. Definitely one of those. I'm not sure oh, which. That's one true. Yep. Jacob, do you drink a lot of coffee? Nope. Okay, <laughs> but if you did, you would probably have like a- an immediate like pulse rifle evacuating your bowels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I I get I get wheeled in there and I for my abduction and I'm like hey guys so uh, do your best and stuff and then I'm gone. So <laughs> did you really say that? Yeah, I'm like me open real good. Yeah, bah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like seriously, guys. Like do do a good job because uh, I, I I you know believe in yourself and the power of friendship and everything. And then we all <laughs> did like a high five and you know like said break and d- we we quacked together quack 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 quack. you're not quacking jacob jacob it only works if we all quack yeah so that's mighty ducks yeah Yeah. so that but that's why i pulled so i pulled through because we quacked and then um so i wake up in the hospital bed and i'm like oh man am i just like i can't move my body and the surgeon comes in and says hey so it wasn't attached to any of your kidneys or your lungs or your spines or your intestines. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's great. That's my favorite thing to hear. And he's like, yeah, the video was like a giant, uh, kind of, it did super duper grow when we told you it wasn't, wasn't growing. <laughs> it was ridiculously huge. And, um, I'm so glad we took it out because that thing was just going to burst into a thousand spores of like love and hate. That's cool. Bunch yeah, of spiders. Yeah. Like he shows me pictures. He's like, "So here's some pictures of it, and it's like this thing is covered in in veins. Mm-hmm. It's like football size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's if you had like a peach colored football of like toothpaste, and then you covered it in like red puffy veins. That's varicose veins. That that was my that was, was my tumor. It is. It had encapsulated your mesh that you had gotten two months ago. Yeah, they actually told me. They said no, couldn't be growing yet. the The mesh they had just put in. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. The mesh I had just put in two months ago was completely covered by all all two inches of the mesh were like engorged. When I had this tumor, when they went in the first time, then they put in the mesh. Why didn't they see it when they were in there the first time? I'm not sure because they don't you would go have to go like that much. If you look at where my tumor was, it was right next to my belly button because on my stomach I had this huge dome on my belly button. So they would have to go like right past it to get down to the two. They would have to move around it. Excuse me, tumor. <laughs> yeah, so they had to push <laughs> it out of the way. They went in laparoscopically, so you're staring through something the size of a you know pin a needle head did they like bring the mesh in one strand at a time I, i'm not sure how they brought it in but they definitely spun a yarn thing and it was much <laughs> the the second mesh so they took out damien who's attached to the mesh my only the only thing inside of me he was attached to mm-hmm. and then they put in a new mesh and this new mesh is a little bit more aggressive it's kind of uncomfortable <laughs> i miss my old mesh that was like much more delicate and because this time they had me all opened up with my the unsi- the underside of my skin. But this one won't come showing. undone. No, this one's kind of super stuck. <laughs> and He's I, like, yeah, you're opened up. Let's do it right this time. I definitely woke up in a hospital bed, very glad to have all of my internal organs. And um, yeah, because that was a scary thing. Because you like you go to sleep and you're like, I, I hope I, I wake, wake up, up without a kidney. 
Uh, yeah, I, I like it, you have the right. You have the people that don't wake up from being anesthetized. You just don't ever wake up ever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I hope I wake up with both of my lungs because mm-hmm. that's then sitting at a computer is going to be like really a chore to, to have to breathe harder, mm-hmm. you know, and I need both my kidneys because what if the other one goes bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I'll need a donation from I need one of Josiah's kidneys. No, I need those. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> just immediately, uh, no, I need both. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I I, I, I was super happy, and then I looked down, and there is a 12 inch incision in my body, covered in 40 staples. That's a lot. Yeah, and you'd think like, well, don't they have like super special glue and stuff? But they did not use glue on and super. No, they just got out. You know, they just went out gun. to somebody's garage and got their staple gun. Yeah, somebody just went ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Yeah. But these didn't. Desk. They weren't. They weren't shaped like flat staples that go in in paper. They were like rings that hooked around and closed on the bottom, mm, like, like a piercing. Yeah. So they they had a and series like, of you know you had forty piercings when you oh. get when you get those put in, you can't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> So but on the other end of that. So when you're awake in a hospital bed and you feel all the way down from where your rib cage ends to where your cash and prizes starts, about every I would say half an inch, maybe maybe quarter inch. Yeah, we could it, measure. You it still was have all the little marks. Quarter inch. Everybody take twelve inches and divide it by forty. About that. Okay, so they stuck me in a hospital bed for five days with staples in my stomach. And by the end of the five days, they said, you could you could leave as soon as you take a boom boom. And I said, uh, you're basically feeding me nothing but broth and jello. It's not going to happen super fast down there. So they said, best of luck to you. And by the end of the five days, I hadn't showered. And I was pulling off what looked like snot rockets off of my face that was just like, Skin excretia. Keep in mind, this is a comedy show. This is supposed to be, you know, like funny stuff. Sorry. Like, so, keep it lighthearted and funny. Sorry. So, like, it, it was super funny. And it's Murphy's Law. So I was trapped there. And then I finally got out of there because I made one boom boom. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Melissa, I'm going home. Ah! That's I, cool. I helped you go pee-pee. Yeah. And then it was it was great. I just so now my 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 belly button looks like you took two half moons and kind of like threw them against a dartboard or like a pin the tail on the donkey and stuck them back together with staples. And um, I think that was actually in retrospect, my belly button was the one thing I liked about my body. And um, it has a giant like, you know, like it was way better than Josiah's. Nope, mine's the best now. Yours has a balloon in it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And Jacob's is just like... Mine is perfect. Jacob, yours is a slit. You don't have a belly button. Mine was a perfect hole. Mine's a perfect hole now. <laughs> <laughs> You've just pushed out everything around it to make yeah. the belly button a and that hole. was what. So that's what Murphy did to me. Was What about Jordan's belly button? I have a six-pack. Does Jordan. Jeremy even have a belly button? Jeremy? Yeah. Well, I don't think test tube babies have belly buttons. It will burn. Does he have a USB port there, or is it like HDMI? Gosh, it's way older than that. It's probably Gosh. like a Ethernet. serial port. Yeah, it's yeah. a serial port. Jeremy has a 72 it's a, pin. It's a D sub 9. Yeah. Justin doesn't know what that is. Co- nope. Well, no, it's a belly button. Coax. There. That's old and a belly button shape. 
Jeremy has an Audi coax. Yeah, but coax is still like relevant. Like we were trying to get like old connectors that like oh, sorry. aren't even around anymore because Jeremy's so old. It's probably a parallel port. Let's be real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be really big yeah. yeah that'd be a huge belly button mm-hmm. yeah so Josiah with you moving back from Arizona yay, yay Josiah's so excited to be back in terrible California uh, do you have any funny stories that happened on your way back so yeah I do have an interesting story because all of my all of my um, things when I was living in Arizona I had a lot of stuff in a storage place uh, that was apparently that storage place was um, pretty heavily infested with vermin. Specifically, I believe they were mice, but definitely maybe mm-hmm. rats. No, I, they, they were uh, little baby mice. Yeah, sure. Or something. They, something. they were a rodent of some kind. And mm-hmm. uh, when we were loading up the truck to move back, we saw a couple and we're like, oh boy, I hope those guys didn't get on the truck. And we like did our best to to thwart their plans to make it onto the truck. And then we, we drove the truck all the way back to California and it was like going well. And we stopped, uh, we stopped to get gas and go get some food at Wendy's. And I locked the keys in the U-Haul and that, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> you locked, why did you lock the keys in the U-Haul? Just uh, uh, because I was like, okay, you know, get out, get gas, lock the car. So nobody breaks in. Will I go in inside and get food? And then I was like, Oh wait, hang on. The keys were in there. Why don't you lock the keys in the car every day? Because I have a, a a button to lock it that I have to use from outside the car. Mm. So it's not that you're just a giant dingus. It's that you're, you're, your the car The U-Hauls don't cars. come with that. Yeah, the U- okay. U-Hauls don't come with that, and I had a lot on my mind at the time. <laughs> um, you were distracted. A little bit. You shouldn't be a distracted driver. Yeah, I was. That's unsafe. I know. Um, so we, uh, I called AAA. I was like, Hey, AAA, I got a, I got a U-Haul over here at this gas station. Can you come unlock it for me? I locked the keys in it. And they're like, yeah, well, send the guy out right now. And then he showed up like, I don't know, 15 minutes later, he was real close. And he took one look at it and said, yeah, we can't, we can't do the U-Haul. Sorry. We don't touch those. I'm like, Wait, excuse me. Why, why did here? the dispatch say that you could? And he's like, I don't know. We, we don't touch those. And I'm like. Thanks for nothing. Keep on rolling. And I was like, okay, uh, maybe I'll call U-Haul. So I, I found the number on the side of the truck that says like, hey, if roadside assistance, call this number. And I was like, okay, cool. Call that number. And he's like, okay, yeah, let me see if we could get a guy out there. And he, I'm like, how, how much is that going to be? And he's like, let me look and see what truck you have. Because if you have one of the newer ones, it's free. If you have an older truck, it's money. And I was like, why does that so, make a difference? So it's just like, like if you're lucky you get it for free like that's stupid (laughs) and then he's like okay yeah you have an older truck so it's gonna be about two hundred dollars and I was like ha but Josiah yeah no no thanks I'll figure out another way to get into this truck because I got the insurance I will literally break the window of this truck yeah I was gonna say if you have the insurance (laughs) you can just break a window yeah and I was gonna like for uh, I could have broken a window to their truck. I could have broken the windscreen and gotten into the truck <laughs> and they would have covered it because I got the insurance. But Can if you I just say if, for purposes of the story that you broke the windscreen. No, no. <laughs> what was that word? That you for purposes of the story. Um, so anyway, I, I, I told the man this on the phone, the U-Haul man who uh, there was recording my conversation. I said, 
So because I got the insurance, I could break this window and you guys would fix it for free or... You actually said this to Yeah, uh, or I could pay you $200 <laughs> to send a man out and then you don't have to fix your window. He's like, yeah, I know. It's crazy, but that's the thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> if, if there's it's a broken window, window it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. This is my confession. Wasn't me. I, I don't know who did I that. I definitely did not break this car window. Yep. It's it's been broken this whole time. Actually, <laughs> I'm on um, board. So I I obviously didn't want to do that because that would be kind of jacked up. I mean, I absolutely would have if that was if I couldn't figure out another way to do it. Did like, you use a rock to break the window or a? And uh, so I went into the gas station. I was still in Arizona. Nice. So they actually sell like useful things at a gas station there. <laughs> yeah. And they had a kit to get. It was like Slim Jims and like ha- hair, not like uh, the normal kind hangers of Slim Jims. and, you know, like breaking into cars stuff. I was like, <laughs> you guys just sell this at a gas station? Like I could buy this and just go break into people's cars in your parking lot? Like this is insane. <laughs> so I went and bought this kit and read the instructions and it took me a little while, but about 45 minutes later I was in for about $15 instead of 200 and I was like, <laughs> Wow. So they literally U-Haul kits. U-Haul. If you, if I was not at a gas station, if I was at a gas station in California right now, you would have a broken window in your in your truck. U-Haul. Yeah. yeah. But coming from me, who just got their car broken into from them breaking my window, you wish they had just used like a Slim Jim. Or yes, something and it's broken so into. much glass. Yep. It went into my AC so, unit. Yeah, that, I, I really didn't want to break the window because of that thing. You know, yeah. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should get, give a PSA to all the car thieves out there to instead of breaking a window, to go to Arizona and get a car theft kit. Yeah, yeah. and just it's break right into on cars. the border. Yeah, just get on get on I ten, go mm-hmm. uh, east all the way past. The border, just past the border, right when you exit Blythe, you're going to cross the Colorado River. Exit the freeway right then. There's a Flying J gas station on your right. Go there. They sell <laughs> a set of Slim Jims and all the good stuff with instructions on how to break into people's cars. For It was like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Smash and deal. Yeah. So <laughs> Smash and deal. So yeah. Nice. Really for, good joke right for, there. For all the car thieves in the world, there nothing there beats Top Flying tip. J's. Flying Jay's gas station for the car thief in all of us. So, <laughs> so obviously, you know, Jacob is here still. And hey. Oh, hey, Jacob. Yeah, Hi. he has. He came th- back. There's like You're a so reason quiet. he's on the show specifically this episode because. On you Murphy's know, show. You know, there's there's been a lot of nonsense happening with all of us lately. Yeah. Like, what? Why are you? Why are you here, Jacob? Yeah. Why don't you lay what it out? What Murphy do us? to you? What's your nonsense? Uh. So, so Josiah. So no, Jacob. We're, we're trying to pass it off to Jacob. So Jacob. Jacob. Josiah. Jordan. Jacob, why are you here today? I mean, we know why you're here. Yeah, um, but, but I know. But tell us what what happened. Like, what happened to you? We'll play some soft music. Right what, did, what did Murphy's Dragon? Like, what, are you are well, you are you sick? Among other things, just <laughs> some other stuff. What happened to me? I got among. I got, uh, uh, tell you what happened to you. Do you yeah. among other things and some other stuff? Can yeah. you, can you see good right now? I, uh, what? Among other things and some other stuff. Oh yeah. 
There's, uh, it's like listening to Jordan. No, it's, it's worse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like even Jordan's stressed out about yeah, this like right Jordan now. Jordan is having a, a Jordan, breakdown about Jordan. How, this is how Josiah and I feel every time you tell a story. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, I'm sorry. I'm your co-host. See, Murphy has dealt me so much crap stuff. No yeah. crap. What did that? Murphy do to you? So Murphy's loaded up Jacob with a lot of stuff. Mm, and, and things. So let me get this straight. Yep. Murphy has beat Jacob over the head, mm. done his worst. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get this straight, Jacob. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I've heard... That you've contracted a disease that's made you go completely blind and you can't see a doggone thing. Mm. Well, I can see. <laughs> now keep going. I'm just playing class rail over here. Is that is that what happened, Jacob? Do you just see total pitch black all day? No, not pitch black, but pretty freaking close. Or something. I don't even know. So so you you just see like. Can you tell how many fingers I'm holding up right now? Two, three, four. <laughs> I don't know. Justin um, wasn't adding to them. <laughs> anyway. So, I'm not sure where to start. <laughs> You're not sure where to start? Start at the beginning. But among some other stuff and things. Yeah. You've said that a couple times now. I contracted some Lyme disease. Oh, geez. And it jacked up my eyeballs. Is Which that from- contractor gave you that? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Just that. Uh, Thanks. So, so you ate too much citrus yes. and you went blind. Yeah. I got too acidic from all the uh, um, limes, um, citruses. You know, that I hear that's what happens. If your body gets too mm-hmm. acidic, you mm-hmm. go blind. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to be a little bit more alkaline. Yeah. Yep. Didn't have enough alkalines. Yep. Um, I knew that would happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Now I'm on a diet where I eat basically nothing. That's so uh, good. I so love that. So you're on a starvation diet mm-hmm. because you went blind. Mm-hmm. So now you're starving and blind. Well, I'm not blind, but I just can't see. How many? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, and rice. And, um, yeah. So are, when, are, when are you going to see again? I don't remember what I was saying. Oh. Do you have coffee? And so this disease makes <laughs> you perpetually want coffee, which is a diuretic mm-hmm. to purge all the food, what little food you actually get to eat yep. mm-hmm. out of your body. Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically a self-imposed bulimic. Mm. <laughs> or Can what do you we... call what do you bulimics throw it up though? Jacob just evacuates it out of his Anorexia? body. Mm. Does Jacob just have like buttlemia or like how would you describe that? Because you look I you, probably shouldn't describe that. You you look like you're skinnier than me and I just had a baby. You're skinnier you're than me. Yeah. So so nobody the, knows how skinny anyone is here. So you're just this pallid veneer. I mean, you're still not skinnier than me though. <laughs> of skin like draped over bones and you're so when are you going to be well, able to eat again? Here's what Murphy did to me today. Okay. Like, yeah, I lost today? my vision. Boo-hoo. You know. Boo-hoo. Whatever. <laughs> no big deal, right? <laughs> so today I was out for a walk, and I was going to get coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> Why else would one be walking? Tenth shot for the day. And so those little yellow dots that they have on the sidewalk mm-hmm. that are meant for my people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You people. The corner of that was popped up. And well, you should have sued these people died. so good. 
Wow, that's really ironic that the blind people thing like, meant to save your mm-hmm. life. Yep. The construction workers just didn't care. Those are one you. of the few things that have ever tripped me. So the thing that's meant to save you from mm-hmm. hitting a car and dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you see a car when they pass by you? Like if a car is further than six feet away, can you um, see it? Can you see a hybrid um, when it's just going Hybrids like, are death machines. <laughs> when it's going like five um, miles an hour in a parking lot. <laughs> this is... Um. You okay? Yeah. So you got taken out by a a a what do you call it? Ocular assistance device on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good that's, word. That's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But that's basically the worst thing that's happened to me in the last few. And the starvation diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't eat food anymore. That's good. Can I, can mm-hmm. I feed you a piece of bread? I don't. Why are you feeding me? Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't well, want to elaborate on anything else? Not that you have to. Huh? Not that you have to. I'm just one, I'm just asking. You said yeah. stuff and other things. Mm. Like if there's any other, you know, Murphy's occurrences. Bits and bobs. But if you're if you're fine with, you know, if you've if you've said your piece then Yeah. You're good. Make pieces of says. Mm. Um Yeah, stuff and things just Stuff and things. <laughs> All right. All right. That's wonderful. All right. Round mm-hmm. of applause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yay for having giant tumors and being blind. Mm. And losing your job and moving back in with your parents. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Oh, I live with my parents now, too. It's <laughs> pretty good. You guys are all back. Yay. 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 So Jordan, in yes. spite of in spite of but in spite the, of keep- the thing I'm I can't I can't freaking see. But now I'm better than Josiah at Soul Calibur. That's oh. not even close mm-hmm. to true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jacob yep. did totally kill yep. you at Soul Calibur, yep. Josiah. Yep. No. Nope. Like, mm-hmm. He made you his girlfriend and yep. he can't see the screen. Nope. I will beat you every single time. No. He kinda kicked your butt I did. last time. Okay. Like it was pretty bad. Let's let's explain this real quick. Mm-hmm. So you lost. I'm real you good to somebody who with see this probably three characters. See. I'll beat anybody up and down with. They, and then I was like, okay, I've already beat Jacob with these three characters, no problem. Let's like use some other nonsense characters I'm not really good with. And then Jacob like did a win, and now it's like I'll, I'll never live it down because I was like messing Justin around. Justin also lost to Jacob. Yeah, just so we're clear, I wasn't the only one that lost to Jacob. Justin's actually bad at this game and loses to everyone. <laughs> He's never won against But the ironic thing any- is, when I could see, I was really bad. But now Jacob's like freaking Rain Man. Mm. It's just because he doesn't block. It's just, so? Nobody knows how to just... He's just always moving, 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 no blocking. Yeah, it's like yeah, when you play against everybody that does try to block and stuff and you like anticipate the block so you try to counter the block by doing a, a block. different thing or a block break or something and then he just never does that and while you're trying to do those things he's just like no I'm just going to do a hit here instead it's, it's just it's a different tempo of play so so in spite of Jacob being completely broken yep. and better at video games from ungodly so let me get this straight Jordan mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. didn't have a tumor you kept your job, you didn't go blind, and you still don't have a girlfriend. Um, I mean, his shoulder kind of hurts. Is yeah, that, my sho- at my job. So you're kind of the most pitiable of all of us, right? <laughs> at my job, I was setting up a um, 
stage, and I lifted up some drapery. You lifted up some just, drapes? That's all it took. Just lifted it over my head, and my yeah. shoulder just goes, pops, and I was like, oh, I feel like I have a fever now. <laughs> you know those moments where you're like, I feel like oh, yeah. something bad just happened inside yeah, me. I feel that way. Lifting drapes. Yes. Jordan picked up a blanket, and <laughs> his shoulder died. I know. I was so... I need to be, I need to make up a better story. But you're really yeah. manly, Jordan. Because mm-hmm. yeah. at like the piece of cloth, Jordan's one, single, but he's only about well, the, the piece of pounds. cloth. The piece of cloth weighs like 400 pounds, but and yeah, it's, but it's mounted to the wall, so I was picking up a lot. But that's all it took was just up and over my head, and then my shoulder goes out, and so I've been in. Good old workers' comp. Yep. Been in a little. Bit I of a found stitch. out that I have degenerating discs in my awful. in my neck. Wow, this is a real good show. <laughs> you guys laughing a lot right now? <laughs> yeah, I tried to remind everybody that this is a comedy podcast. Yeah. So just well, no, but everybody else will feel better listening to how everything in the world has gone wrong. Yeah, but this isn't supposed to be a feel good show. It's a comedy show. Well, it's supposed to be a feel good show. Be funny, not a feel bad show. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll we'll get back to the ha-has next time. We'll just put... We'll mark... Yeah. <laughs> we'll mark yeah. this one as explicit because it's, you know... Get yeah. that laughter in there with the fart sounds. <laughs> Is everybody laughing at home? <laughs> so I have a question for everyone. Yeah, Josiah. Just to keep this show going since I'm the host of this episode <laughs> and, and my name is Justin... And I'm doing a good job at the and the transitions and stuff. <laughs> what do you all think? We'll start with myself, Justin. We'll start with an answering of this question. What do you all think is the best game to play video game? Way, w- video game <laughs> to play. So calibrate because I with um, with a girl. Josiah. Wait, let oh. Josiah finish. With a girl. Oh, no, sorry. I'm Justin. Oh, sorry. sorry. Justin. What is the best video game you could play with a girl? Mm. And I'm going to start by answering this, and my name is Justin. <laughs> Here, I'm about to start talking. Go ahead, me. So, Justin, what do you think is the best video game you could play with a very girl? Oh, I almost had it. With a girl. Well, I'm waiting for Justin to answer. No, I think I think there's there's a couple good good video games to play with a girl. You have to have well, something obviously, a- Little Big Planet <laughs> Two. Is the best game you could play with a girl, because it's like cute little poopets walking around, <laughs> uh, doing silly things and making silly motions, and it's like a little bit of a skill game and a little bit of a puzzly game, and mostly it's just like cooperative play. It's not very competitive, but it's like it's also not. It's definitely like not a kids game. Mm. You know, it's not like we're gonna play like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But it's not like, you know, super competitive and like your wife's going to be mad at you at the end of it. Do they have Loco Roco 2 player? <sighs> that was literally only ever existed on the PSP. Was it 2 player? No. Oh, okay. Well, if they had Loco Roco 2 player, I feel like that would be a fun game. Yeah. Um, definitely not Portal 2. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know who? You know what that game is for? Playing with your dad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Playing with your dad. When you want to play video games with your dad, just play Portal 2 co-op and wait on the same button for half an hour for him to walk through the door. 
and eventually he will, and then you can get off the button and go stand on the next one. And then Josiah would go to the bathroom and literally get on his spot and then walk over to my dad's computer in frustration like 15 minutes in and just say, can you please stand over where the spotlight is pointing? I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at everything. I'm just looking around. Uh, I'm going to say an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Like we're going to go all the way back to the birth of gaming. Okay. I'm going to say Wii Sports. Mm. Yeah, because Wii Sports are somebody that, and they're a game that anybody could pick up. Yeah. Like it's just like swing your Harry Potter wand and something happens. Yeah, a flick and a swish. Yeah, like nobody's actually good at Wii Sports. That's not true. Jordan oh. and I are actually <laughs> professional Wii tennis players. That's that's really true. That's at the fact. local Applebee's, probably, I don't know, let's say seven years ago, just for the sake of the story. Yeah, that's about right. Um, They had, on Wednesday nights, starting at like 9.30 or something, they mm-hmm. would have uh, Wii Sports tournaments where you could sign up for the tournament. It was free to enter. And it was like almost always tennis. It was and always then tennis, yeah. A couple times it was boxing, but oh. all, it was almost always tennis. And then you could you would compete. You know, you would sign up in a pair because it was, you know, four player tennis, so you would be two v two. And then you would compete all the way up the chain, and then the winner got a twenty dollar Applebee's gift card. So Jordan and I literally won. One of us would win every single week, mm-hmm. and we'd pay for the other one. And then too. yeah, and then so. We would use last week's gift card to pay for our food this week, and then would we would win this week, and then use the w- gift card we won this week to pay for the food next week, and we just it we was probably just won like twenty times. Yeah, easy. So that's you did not win twenty. No, weeks. not even joking. We did win that many like, times. Like there was, there was another table. It was like us, our, our table, and a bunch of our friends, and then another table and a bunch of their friends, and it was like. That's it. The whole for all twenty of the weeks that they did it, and Jordan and I won like pretty much almost every time. And we, like we just had like half a we year of of eating free, free food. Applebee's, and it was, it was that, amazing. That's four hundred dollars worth of Applebee's. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of a lot of good time that that was because mm-hmm. we just really got to flex the fact that we did not have any lives in junior high, and we just yeah. played way too many video games. We got the Wii, and we're like, well, we should be the best at this. Yeah. Might and, as well be I the mean, best. It's everybody's dream to like play video games and make money from it, and we got to do that. So, yep. so for for half a year, you guys were pro gamers. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we were pro gamers at the local Applebee's. At the local Applebee's. That's about it. Yeah. There was at least 10 people that knew our names because of it. <laughs> we had our waitress. Yep. Shout out. Shout out to, to Carol. To Carol. Yep. yep. That was her name. <laughs> yep. She was the best. She was the best. Carol don't care. No, she she really didn't. She, she was just like, I'm going to give you guys all the good stuff and I'm going to hook it up. Even though the menu clearly says that you have to be in the bar area to get half price apps. Like, you're, apparently you're in the bar area, you know. Even though you're at, clearly not. <laughs> at the end of the restaurant. Yeah. And she doesn't work at Applebee's anymore. So I'm like real chill saying all these things about <laughs> Carol not caring about it. And it could be any Carol, right? Really. Yeah, it could be any Carol in any Applebee's in Chino, California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best. Mm, Carol. So I want to talk about something because I'm curious. Um, and I kind of want to explain it because we have such a wide listener base and I want to have some political influence. Um, 
I want to talk a little bit about net neutrality, just a touch, because I feel like everybody... Not funny. No, I know. This is already the not funny show, so I'm just going to lean into it. Everybody that I've seen, like all of my friends on Facebook and everywhere, are like, yeah, net neutrality is super important. Definitely must vote in favor of net neutrality. Well, the reason net neutrality is good is because it makes it fair, because then the big evil companies Mm -hmm. can't take away all the fairness and then they <laughs> steal from us and the net the government makes sure that we're safe and that the internet is the safe fair place that it should be yeah, yeah. that's the thing that's, that's the reason we you, need net i feel like you said that like it was a good thing <laughs> that's the reason we need it but because it makes it all like it makes sure that it's so but that's also the reason that i don't think net neutrality is a good thing because I don't want the government's fingers worrying about the internet. Like, just let the free market be, do its thing, you know? The free market always will take care of itself. Yeah. Well, you know the, well, you know what's hilarious? Mm-hmm. Is you have a government who's been, <laughs> who's been basically, how do we put this, bought and paid for by large multinational corporations. Mm-hmm that tell them what they should be interested in because they're going to donate a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So so then you have the same government going, you know, we really need to stick our fingers into the internet because instead of your, um, uh, what do you call it? Your IP? Internet service ISP? provider. Yeah, your ISP. Mm-hmm. Instead, of, instead of your ISP telling you what you care about, or what you want to have on the internet or how fast the pipe should be for them Mm -hmm. so they could pay for more speed. Like Netflix wants to pay because one out of every three bytes of data in prime time, which is between the hours of like what, seven and 10 o'clock. So yeah, we've gone over this. Netflix takes up the most amount of traffic. 30% of all internet traffic is Netflix. So if Netflix wants to pay more for a bigger pipe, let them. Yeah. But to have the government say, Actually, we want to decide what's good and what's bad when half the time, half of all of America doesn't like who the government is. Yeah. Why why on earth would half of all of America at any given time want the government they don't like deciding who gets a good deal or a raw deal or like somebody you disagree with? They're just going to go like, nope. This person's going to have crappy service, and this person... We like them. They donated a lot, so they get good service. Yeah, yeah. Like, that doesn't sound neutral at all. Yeah. So it's going to be the government being unneutral about net neutrality. But they'll tell you on its face that it's going to make everything fair, but all it means is they have control as opposed to the free market. I know it... Like, it has happened, and that's why uh, this whole thing is being proposed, is because I think it was Comcast or Charter, I can't remember which, went um, went to Netflix and basically slowed Netflix down so much to the point that Comcast users could barely access Netflix. Like, it was running all slow. But and that's because there were so many yeah. Netflix users. No, yeah, no, hang on. I, it's, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I'm, go ahead. Like, it's... <gasps> Comcast did not have the infrastructure to support all of the Netflix users that were trying to use it at that time. So they slowed Netflix down. Mm -hmm. And then they said, hey, Netflix, if you want us to let your people watch your content at normal speeds, you have to pay us money. Help us build a bigger infrastructure. Yeah, help us 
to support you. Yeah, because you're the you're the internet. Right you're now. huge, and we can't. And then Netflix was like, "Oh, yes, of course we want that because we want people to do our service." And everyone thinks that's like such a bad thing, but it's such a good thing. Yeah, because Netflix get- obviously has the money because if they're doing that much internet traffic, yeah, they have that many users and they have that much money to help out the ISPs that are providing their service. Yeah, and it's not the ISP looking to the customer, the end user, saying, hey, you have to pay for this. No, the ISP went to the right place for that money. Went, hey, Netflix, you want your customers to be able to reach you, so we we need more money to make it a better service so all of your customers can watch your HD footage. And on the other end of that, if if Netflix, if they wanted to, they could have just said, Okay, fine. Let, I'll play ball. How about Netflix just doesn't run on any Com- Comcast yeah, ISP? Netflix could have said no. And then, if you're Netflix and everybody wants you, because yeah. nobody really likes Comcast, let's face it. No. Yeah, and you and nobody Netflix, likes Comcast. And Netflix says to Comcast, okay, fine. Screw now, you. Screw you. Nobody that has your service can use Netflix anymore. Yeah. And they, you know what everybody would do? They, Bleed off of Cam- Comcast that night. Yeah. yeah. Comcast just gone. It would have tanked, and that's the free market, and that and it's beautiful because of that. Yeah, like, but the government says no. Every every ISP has to be the same. So Verizon, Frontier, Comcast, AT and T, you guys all have to say have the same exact infrastructure and be able to handle all the traffic. So if you are a little rural ISP that has very little service, you still have to be able to handle as much as AT&T does. Even though your internet, like your little, like Hickville, they don't even have Netflix or like it. They just email all the time, so they don't need a huge infrastructure, but you need to be able to handle that because everything has to be fair. And the world isn't fair. So pretty much all I wanted to get out is, I, I know net neutrality on the surface when you see the taglines and you watch Adam ruins everything, no, but the rule, the like, the, it it's sounds neutrality, super good. You know that means it's neutral and fair. Justin, we, you've already said that you don't like it. Like, quit trying to be the devil, devil's advocate right now. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get out this one point. Like, yes, it sounds super good on the surface. Like, oh yeah, then everything has to run the same speed, and you know nobody can tell one thing to run faster than the other thing. It's like. That's no. that sounds good, right there, and if that's all it was, sure. But that, please look into it a little bit more. So let's just, if you have a small ISP that doesn't have the infrastructure, and this goes into law, your premiums are going to skyrocket. Yep, because they immediately have to figure out how to get that infrastructure up and running. Yeah. So they or have they're to, just going to go out of business, and then you'll have to go with a different ISP. Which you don't like because you don't have them already. Yeah. There's a reason you're not with them right now. Yeah. So, so anyway. Everyone, use your brain. Think about this. Please. I don't like doing politics, but I guess we did it. Well, and that's been another episode. Another hilarious episode. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I uh, promise you don't the even next know. one will actually be funny. Justin was hosting this one, so he just wanted to make it yeah, so dark and we'll, terrible the whole time. We'll, so. be, we'll be back in soon. Now the that next we're one all I'll be hosting, up and so better. it'll all just be goofs and gags the whole time. Yeah. Wear your laughing hats, yeah. and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.